Welcome, everybody, to the Tea with Miss McGill show fueled by Blue Line Brews. It is Puka. It is Reed Larson from our brand new Blue Line Brews studios, as you can see behind us. Uh, thankful to them. Appreciate everything. Uh, if you're interested in Blue Line Brews, it is a mission-based coffee company. Uh, Reed's got the tumbler there. I've got the stakeout, which is kind of a darker brew. We will have the link in the show notes or simply go to bluelinebrews.com. Uh, you can you can find you know everything there, including the tumblers. If you want to order, uh, they're actually if you go to their Facebook page, they're actually doing some giveaways between now and Thanksgiving. They'll announce some names after Thanksgiving of some coffee they'll be giving away. But ten percent of the profits from Blue Line Brews go back to families who have had the unfortunate uh, maybe incident you'd call it of a fallen officer coming from their family or even an injured officer. They give away the money quarterly. Uh, we just had a big win for the police. Last Tuesday's election, they did not eliminate the police force down in Minneapolis. So I thought I'd show that. That's great. But uh, so thanks for all the support. Like I said, we're proud and happy to be here in the new studio. This is going to be great. Last year we were just podcasting. Of course, now we've you know started in the summer here. We're doing a bit of filming. So this is really really great. Uh, so with that, um, oh, so that that's kind of what I'm going to. So for those of you that have on, are on the podcast feed and that's where you are, that's great. Just know if you want to see Reed and I's pretty faces, you we are now on YouTube and Facebook. For those of you that found us on YouTube and Facebook, we've only been on YouTube and Facebook since June where we're doing one episode a month. We'll be doing our weekly episodes starting this week. So we'll be here every single week until the week after the state hockey tournament. So make sure you tune in every single week. So if you want to see what Reed and I were doing weekly starting in January 2021, instead of looking for it on YouTube or Facebook, go to the favorite place that you podcast and search Tea with Miss McGill. If you want to find us on YouTube, or Facebook, go to Goat Sports Media. That's the parent company. And you know our feed, you can find all the Tooth Miss McGill stuff there. Of course, we love your comments, but feel free to comment. We'll try and comment back. And with that, we'll turn it over to the star of the show, Reed Larson, it's been a while. How was summer? Uh, summer was, uh, it was what it was. It was fantastic. It was a, it was a nice break. Uh, get out there into the weather, get out on the lake, spend some time in the water. Get out on the uh, the old Harley for a couple of zips, uh, and of course, you know summer sports. It's it's there when you're a member of the football staff and you're a member of the hockey staff uh, at Grand Rapids High School. You you put your time in in the summertime too, so spend a lot of time on the football field. Spend a lot of time uh, in the rink this summer too, and uh, preparing high school kids for the up and coming season. So yeah, a lot of time uh, spent, but well worth it. Yeah. So speaking of football. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Coach Larson is not just hockey coach Larson. He is football coach Larson. Uh, the Thunderhawks in Grand Rapids here just wrapped up a successful football season with a, a berth at the state tournament. Uh, lost in a heartbreaker. Yeah, yeah, we did. It was uh, it was something else. It was this this group of seniors, I can tell you, just uh, speaking for Coach Spawn and, and the rest of the staff, that uh, we're such a proud football staff of this group group of, of seniors, junior, sophomores. We had some couple freshmen uh, dressed on that uh, tournament roster as well, but they, they had a tough start to the season. You know, we, yeah. we had uh, the senior captain that, that went down on the scrimmage at the beginning of the year, Andy Thompson with, uh, with a broken neck and, and uh, came off the field, walked off the field. Uh, lo and behold, had some pains in his neck, went to, uh, 
went to the doctor and had some x-rays and found out that he'd broken a couple of the vertebrae in his neck and was in a halo for the last two months, just got it off a couple of weeks ago. And, um, you know, right away when something like that happens, you're, you're thinking as a staff, what, what's, what's going to happen? That, that was the guy that was supposed to lead our team. And, and, uh, we weren't, we weren't going to allow our, our seniors and our players to say, well, what if, if we only had Andy or if we, you know, where would we be? We're not going to allow guys to talk that way. We're, we're going to say, uh, what, where can we go from here? And if, if you know how much Andy cares about football, you know how much he cares about his buddies and you need to play and, and rise to the occasion and, and don't use excuses. He won't, he won't let you do it. Sure. Uh, and the guy's dead. Uh, I tell you, as a staff, we're, we're extremely proud of how they rose to the occasion. They, they achieved uh, a great level and got us to a state quarterfinal, which was the first time in 15 years that Grand Rapids has been to a state quarterfinal. Uh, we were uh, literally uh, a couple of couple of plays away, maybe a series away from uh, something Rapids hasn't done in um, 24 years, which would have been a, a section uh, state semifinal. Uh, last time that Rapids football was there was in the fall of 1994 that it was at the Metrodome and I was a sophomore on that team. Okay. So yeah, the football team, I tell you, it's just, it was a phenomenal season and we were uh, ridiculously proud of, of that group of seniors and group of juniors, of the entire team, I should say. Yeah. Staff works their butt off and just excited to be part of it. Yeah, now Sponner, Coach Buck got what? He got an award, right? Was it Section Coach, coach of the Year? Didn't get some sort of... Yeah, I think I think he must have got Section Coach of the Year. We did get uh, Defensive Player of the Year, uh, uh, District Defensive Player of the Year. We got some honorable mentions. We got some Section Players of the Year, too, and, and I'm not going to rattle them off because now off the top of my head, I won't be able no, to name no, them, no. so I'm not going to say them. <laughs> but but Coach Spahn, well-deserved uh, with, with some honors, uh, and as he should, he's, I've never seen uh, coaches that work as hard as uh, the guys that we have on our staff with, with Troy and uh, Troy Gunnarsson and Billy Kennan and, and, and Greg Spahn, uh, ridiculously. Awesome. Well, congrats to all the student athletes. Congrats to all the coaches. Great accomplishment, of course, uh, especially you, Coach Bond, uh, on your award. Uh, so over the summer, things changed for you. Last year, if you're listening to the show, Reed was the Bantam Double A coach here in Grand Rapids. And now moving up to the uh, Grand Rapids high school staff. Yeah. Yeah. Just fun little Boy conversation. Staff. Yeah. It was at the girls staff a couple of years ago yeah. and uh, went to the Bantams and, uh, and a conversation with, uh, with the high school staff and, uh, coach was excited to ask me to come on and, and help out with um, whatever I could help out with the high school boys team. So uh, uh, a member of that staff as well now too, uh, filling in uh, with the JV coaching role and uh, whatever he needs me to help with on the varsity role too. So I'm just excited to be able to be uh, working with my alma mater and, you know, obviously was hoping to be at, uh, at that point, at some point in my career here of coaching would be back in Grand Rapids and helping out with uh, my alma mater, just proud to be able to do it. All right. Awesome. So practice started uh, a couple days ago. What's the intensity level looking like? I'll tell you what, the intensity level better be high. It's uh, if anybody knows uh, coach Wade Chido, they know that he's intense. They know his expectations are as high as they can be. Uh, and, and guys are moving. It, it's, it's high speed. Obviously you get into the first couple of days of practice and it's sloppy. I don't care where you are. It looks sloppy. You, you can go over 
to Duluth East right now, it looks sloppy. You can go down to Wyzetta right now, it looks sloppy. Or Minnetonka, it looks sloppy because guys are just getting on the rink, getting their feet underneath them. But I can tell you one thing is there's, there's the message right now in our locker room and which it should be in everybody's locker room is, is you don't want to be the team that gets outworked. Uh, and, and right now uh, in our locker room is, is you, you, you're the team that's going to outwork everybody and you're going to be hard to play against. Perfect. All right, let's turn it to some hockey that has been played. The Elite League has been going on, and I know you kind of follow a little bit, or at least, uh, you know, some of the guys up in the Northland here. Uh, what, you know, thoughts on kind of how things have gone, you know, so far? Uh, well, not so far, I guess it's over now, but, you know, just kind of your thoughts on uh, as the year is wrapped up here. Well, I think we've got a, we've got a, real, a, a real good situation in our area. We've got another uh, Grand Rapids alumni, Iron Range guy that's been around hockey in the area, coaching a couple of different programs here that actually runs the Elite League North team, and that's Grant Clafton. Uh, we're fortunate to have Grant in that position. He makes sure that guys from our area, whether it be Grand Rapids, Greenway, Hibbing, Virginia, Duluth area, Hermantown, you make sure the guys in our area get what they deserve and that's the exposure they deserve. And uh, we're fortunate to have Grant in that position. He's uh, assisted by uh, Coach Scott Pionk as well, a Hermantown guy. Um, phenomenal to have him do that and and he makes sure that guys from our area get opportunities so yeah we got grant that the coaches that team and and grand rapids was fortunate to have uh, nine or ten guys playing on that team uh we've got guys from hermantown that are playing on that team we've got guys from duluth that are playing on the team um you know a lot of area guys that uh, are getting some good exposure i'm just quoting here nine, i think ten rapids one two three ten four, guys five six seven eight yeah, nine, ten Rapids guys. Yeah. So, um, did you get to see any of the games? Uh, I watched a few. Okay. Yep. I so watched a couple. Who was sticking out? Oh, who'd man, you like? It's, it's tough to mention <laughs> names, but, uh, and I don't want to be the guy that's always, of course, I'm the Grand Rapids, one of the Grand Rapids coaches. I don't want to be throwing my guys out there all the time, but I got to tell you, there's, there's a, a few guys that look pretty good from our Grand Rapids roster that are on there. Joey Del Greco had a, a real good season this year in the Elite League. Easton Young has had a good season. He's always going to have a good season in the Elite League. He's a dynamic player. A um, couple other guys that played pretty well. I mean, some new names that are on there. You know, we, we talked about the, the Plant family yeah, that's yeah. on there too. And uh, of course, the younger Plant is on the team. Yeah. Max Plant was on the team this year and everybody was looking at Zam and where was Zam? Well, Zam was playing in the USHL playing for the Chicago Steel but his younger brother and of course his dad was assistant coach it doesn't matter that his dad was assistant coach because he's good too <laughs> so it doesn't yeah. matter uh, he's looking pretty good on that roster they, you know you can go through the entire roster and you can say these guys from this area they're they're legitimate and they, they have to be and yeah. I'll tell you when you see the the group they have to pick from uh the area they have to pick from you've got dynamic guys from the range from Duluth from Grand Rapids and you got to be top-notch be able to play on that roster and if you are on that roster then uh that's the first step now you got to get through the season playing for the expectations of grant clafton and that they're they're right there like i talked about yeah. with coach wade chido those types of expectations from these guys are high okay and i like it so six guys from hermiton i noticed uh like i said including uh max plant the younger brother of zam Gotta be another tough year for some of the single A teams up north how huh, to try and get by Hermantown. It is. It's 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 uh it's theirs to lose. Every year you you just know that they're they don't uh they don't rebuild, they just reload. And it's gonna be and 
it should be that way. I mean, in a community like that, they've got, it's a hockey town. It's, uh, it's got a group that's got families of people that keep producing, uh, players. They keep reproducing players. Uh, they keep, uh, sending kids through and uh, I'll tell you what, they're, they're going to be good for years to come. You just, just look at their Bantam team last year was unbelievable. Peewee team was in the state tournament. The Bantam team was in the state tournament. Their high school team hit the state tournament, but the JV had to play because uh, they right. dealt with COVID last year. And it's unfortunate. You feel bad for those kids, but, but they're, they're reloading. And, and, and we'll talk about some of the other teams as we get into some of the area teams and some interesting co-ops and things like that, that has started, but I, I don't care who you are. If you're single a, you, you, if you're section seven, a, you got to go through Hermantown if you want to be at the dance bottom yeah. line. Yeah. And if you want to catch an interview with Jula blog, some of you may remember, I think it was on the Oh seven team undefeated. I think they won, went through, won the whole thing, uh, but he was a Hobie Baker winner in 13 or 14. We didn't interview with him in September. It's been a little bit of time, but he talks about that outdoor rink culture. And that's what he really thinks is the key is to Hermantown hockey is just that outdoor rink, just get him on the rink go, 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 have fun and, and build some hockey players. Uh, okay, so back to the Elite League, the Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine team, three players from Andover. I hate to bring this up for the Grand Rapids people, but a heartbreaker last spring. Uh, Andover came up to Grand Rapids, pulled the upset, so uh, they moved on to the state tournament, of course, ended Grand Rapids season. Questionable refereeing at the end there. We talked about that. Uh, you can also go back and listen to some of that. But uh, So like I said, three players from Andover, can they give the section some fits again this year? Are they, in your opinion, you know, and over toward the top. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, when you look at the latest power rankings that come out in the state, and if you're a rank watcher, go ahead, you can watch them all you want. Some people look at it and go, oh, you're missing this team or you're missing that team. It's like, you know what, this is a starting point for people. And to be honest with you, if, if, if I'm a coach or a player on one of these teams, I don't want to be on that list because now you got a target on your back. I'd rather be at the bottom of it and climb my way through as a, as somebody that's maybe uh under the radar, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. So, but I've seen some of these, some of these rankings and, and some are fairly accurate. I mean, they've, they've got Andover ranked, you know, within the top anywhere, depending on which one you're looking at, they got them ranked anywhere from the top six to the top five, seven, six, five in the state right now. Okay, and, so. and uh, they got Grand Rapids ranked below. Um, right. and, and as they should, as the season starts right now, right, right. they should, they, they ended uh, Grand Rapids season last year uh, in the section final at Grand Rapids. Um, and they, and they went on the state tournament second year in a row, back-to-back -back state tournaments for, for Andover. So yeah. Um, do they have some guys to be concerned about? Yeah, they do. They've, they've got a couple. And, and I, I remember, uh, I'm not going to throw names out because I have to do more research to be able to look at names. Cause I don't want to say them wrong or pronounce them wrong, but uh, just going into the 16s and 17s HP tryouts last year uh, and into the festivals and then the final 54s, um, they, they had some players. You know some guys. Okay. They had some guys that were good that are that are going to lead the state in certain areas, cool. whether they're defensemen, whether they're forwards. They got some guys that can play the game and some legit players too. Okay. And, and they always, always have goaltending, whether they have it there or whether – somebody moves in, they've, they've always got a goalie. Um, so they're going to be, they're going to be the challenge in section seven for Grand Rapids. It's it, to be honest with you, when you look at the teams that are going to be at the top, uh, I got to assume right out of the gate without watching any games before we see anybody that it's going to be those two that play in the section final. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So 
anybody else stick out? I mean, we've got what Elk River. Uh, anyone else really stick out in the section? Duluth East, obviously a new coach. We'll touch a little bit more on that next week. But does anyone else really stick out in that that double A, seven double A? Well, they did some moving around with some section stuff. And again, I have to do, I'll have to look at all of the teams now as they've been resectioned last year, but Blaine came into the section. Oh, um, and wow. it's, Blaine has kind of had a, a little bit of a different situation the course of the last couple of years. So I don't know that, um, they're up in the high end of that right now. I think they might kind of be middle of the road, okay. um, but the, it'll be interesting to see what we have. Uh, you, you just never know. Like you, you mentioned Duluth East, they've, uh, they've had players kind of going all over the place. They've, they've got a change in coach. We yeah. talked about that last year, Steve Patosha has taken over that job and, and he'll do a good job at it. He's a good coach. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how things go. You, you always wonder, uh, what Cloquet is going to come up with. Mm-hmm. You always wonder, uh, you know, how East is going to be at the end of the year. Well, what was that game, Cloquet-Rapids last year? I mean, I think Rapids outshot him pretty bad in the playoffs. So wasn't it like a 3-1 game? Or it, wasn't it for a long time, pretty it, tight? It was close till, till the end. Yeah, but, it, yeah. I mean, when you get a Cloquet, always gets good goaltending. They yeah. always do. And uh, sometimes a goalie can keep you in it for a little bit. And I'll tell you what, if you don't have goaltending, you're not going to stay a tournament. Yeah. I don't care who we are. So that that's the type of team that they can crawl up on you. They can creep up on you from behind. And uh, it'll be interesting to see Section 7 AA. Okay, yeah, for sure. Anything else on the Elite League? Nope. Okay, we can move on then. All right, so uh, another partner that we picked up this year, the Rink Sports Bar and Grill in Eveleth, Minnesota. I want to thank them for coming on board. Uh, daily happy hour. Nightly specials, fish fry every Friday, the Rink Sports Bar over in Eveleth, 218-248-8582, or you can simply order online. It's just the Rink Sports Bar, uh, Bar and Grill, I believe, .com. But of course, as soon as you start typing in Google, it'll pre-fill, it'll get you there. So uh, we want to thank them. Uh, just a couple blocks south of the Hockey Hall of Fame, right along Highway 53 there. So if you're going on by, you can always uh, stop in and thank them for supporting with Miss McGill show and get a good meal and, a, and I have a couple of beers to boot. All right. With that, the big item of the week, it's Packers Vikings oh here in Minnesota. So we got to, we got to shift off of hockey. And by the way, we'll be back next week. We're going to preview all the iron range team on well, well, the iron range teams and the Duluth teams, not every single team. We're going to kind of do our, our preview pre season show. And then of course the next week we'll be jumping right into to some of the hockey action, but let's bring it back. Uh, from what someone told me early in the week, we were going up to the pack. Then I heard last night, no, it's not the Tundra. It's in Minneapolis. So I'm going to go with that. What are you thinking? Who are you liking? What are you thinking? Packers are, are, are coming, uh, coming to town. Well, do you want me to go uh, out of the room and come back with my Vikings jersey? Because <laughs> I will do it. Um, if, if Coach Spahn clicks this on after uh, – hearing that we talked about some football on here he, he and i might go toe-to-toe because he's a <laughs> oh he's a pack he's guy? a green bay packer oh, fan okay. he's a wisconsin guy so oh, um know you that. know what i don't care what the scores are against what teams you play it's just like anything else when you get a, an old rivalry like the vikings and the packers when those two teams play you better expect the best out of both you better expect Aaron Rodgers to have the best game of his life you better expect uh Kirk Cousins to have the best game of his life and I don't it, you can I don't even know if Aaron Rodgers is playing yet who knows but you know there's a lot of drama going on in certain situations and I'll just throw darts at Aaron Rodgers there's it doesn't matter if it's 
COVID protocol or if he's got a hangnail or whatever it might be. Aaron Rodgers got drama going on anyways, no matter what. So sorry, Clark Spawn, but whatever. <laughs> well, he learned from Favre. Remember yeah, Favre? exactly. Favre got always had Favre's drama going the best, on, right? <laughs> the best thing Favre ever did was sign a contract with the Vikings. <laughs> Do you agree, Clark Spawn? <laughs> he probably does. And he probably said, no, the best thing he ever did was win a couple of Super Bowls or win a Super Bowl with Green Bay. Yeah, you're probably right. Whatever. But I think it's the best thing he ever did was put the number four on a Vikings jersey. And where that's... That's just me. So on the other show that I do, uh, the one to go show, which is racing, uh, the Minnesota guy was going, he was putting Minnesota at like 34 points. Uh, the Packer guy, he's a Wisconsin guy. The other guy on the show, he was, I think, 27-21 pack. You got to score for us. So or do you think the Vikes can put up 34 against the pack? I thought that was pretty aggressive. But then he came back with some stats and said, no, Cousins, you know, this, this, and third best at this and so he really thinks that that uh, they can pump up for 34 well i th i think the vikings can score that many points um but the packers can score that many points just depends on where they're going <laughs> it's gonna be it's it's gonna be on the higher end of the high end 20s to 30s but i think uh, i can't give you a good round number for either of these two but i'm just gonna say vikes because i think they gotta have something they, they gotta <laughs> get something this week they have to sure so I'm going to go with the Vikings, even though I'm probably going to get darts thrown at me or an elbow in school tomorrow or whatever <laughs> I might get from Coach Spahn or all my other little young guys that I talk to that some are Vikings fans and some are Packers fans, and they all want to poke at you because oh, yeah. they know, but I'm a diehard Vikings fan. That's the bottom line. All right. Well, that will pretty much wrap us up. Anything else? No, just looking forward to, uh, like you said, we're, we're getting into to week two next week, which, you know, we, we'd have more content on high school hockey this week. Um, but really what we're looking at for most most high school teams is their tryouts are completing right now. Uh, three Anywhere from three to five days, teams are putting, uh, getting their, their rosters set. Most, I would say most high school teams are getting uh, into a scrimmage of some sort this weekend. I know that they've got scrimmages going on uh, over in Virginia with the Rock Ridge program. We've got uh, a scrimmage here on Friday night against uh, Hill Murray. Um, and there's other teams from the area that are scrimmaging. We'll have a little bit more information on some of those scores from the scrimmages and just kind of maybe, uh, maybe tee it up a little bit into uh, the preseason stuff before the first regular season game we're, we're capable to play you know next weekend yeah, so. exactly okay oh perfect well third weekend of deer hunting in minnesota if you're getting out there uh, be safe good luck also last week veterans day thanks to all the vets that's why i make sure we get that in there you know please like subscribe of course share you know sharing is caring we appreciate all that you can contact us goat sports media llc at gmail.com also speaking of goat sports media llc coat sports media llc at gmail.com coach larson's got a shirt on you want to show him that shirt uh it's getting tough to get christmas gifts out there we have merch 20 bucks for a t 22 for a double x or above so uh, if you're looking for that like i said email us we can always ship one out that's pretty easy again thanks to our partners blue line brews from the blue line brew studio uh the brink sports bar and grill over in eveleth and most importantly get out there everybody and be your dream you're tuned to the tea with miss mcgill show a production of Goat Sports Media, LLC.